0: Hey, this is Dr. Crean. I am a board-certified family medicine physician, and I'm the owner of Brownstone Healthcare, where our mission is to take care of the everyday person who's overwhelmed and overworked and looking to live a healthy, happy, and whole life. We have a direct primary care service where you can pay $70 a month to have all access to meet your physician, have discounted labs, and imaging if needed. So you'd pay the $70 a month, no matter if you're insured, underinsured, or have no insurance at all. Call us at 205-202-5650 or go ahead on the roll today at www.brownstonehealthcare.com.
1: I'm serious. I'm not the joke person. It's like one day Jimmy and Joe were walking down Main Street when they saw his buddy Bubba driving by in a brand new truck. Bubba pulled up and with a wide grin. Bubba, where'd you get that truck? Bobby Sue gave it to me. Um, she gave it to you. Uh, I knew she was kind of sweet on you, but I knew she'd give you a truck. Well, Jimmy Joe, let me tell you what happened. We were driving out County Road 6 in the middle of nowhere. Sue pulled up, off pulled, pulled off the road in the truck, put it in four-wheel drive, and headed into the woods. She parked the truck, got out, and threw off all her clothes and said, Bubba, take what you want. So I took the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't
0: know. I like it. I but like I'm gonna be on- it. John L. Montgomery III, founder and CEO of Big Communications. For the past 30 years, John has built Big with smart and savvy local, regional, and national brand strategy alongside a passion for Birmingham revitalization. A proven public relations and public affairs strategist, With a hands-on approach to agency deliverables, he is also a proud engineer of the Magic City's cultural renaissance. He and his team support local flagship events and work in concert with multiple city-based initiatives as well as statewide economic development campaigns to shape Alabama's national image. John has earned numerous awards and recognitions, including Leadership Birmingham in 2010, American Ad Federation's Birmingham Chapter, Silver Medal in 2011, the Birmingham Business Journal, Top 40 Under 40 in 1998, and Ad Age, small agency of the year 2013. He serves on the board of directors for the Birmingham Museum of Art and Sidewalk Film Festival as a past board member for Rev Birmingham and a past board member. Additionally, he is an active member of the Kiwanis Club of Birmingham. John, tell me a joke.
1: I have a... You know, you asked me to do that, and it's like, I I, I don't think I'm that funny, but I will tell you, uh, I like redneck jokes. Okay. uh, And so um, I got one for you. What happens when you sing a country music song backwards? You get your dog, your job, and your truck back. (laughs) That's about what I got for you.
0: (laughs) I like redneck jokes, too, and dumb blind jokes. Now, why did the PR guy develop a type 2 diabetes? I don't know. Because he always sugarcoats everything he says and always eats his words.
1: That's probably very true. (laughs) Is that a good PR joke? I I don't know about the word. eating. We're about to find out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Good point. Now, um, as spectacular as your bio is, it doesn't tell us anything about the little boy, John. It doesn't tell me anything about school age, John, or what you did in high school. Were you in the band? Were you a nerd? Were you a jock? Um, what church did you go to? Where are you originally from? I mean, what schools? Tell us about, bring us up to, I say, let's let's
1: get through high school. Awesome. Um, I grew up on the west side of town. Um Birmingham, Birmingham area is my hometown, but I grew up in Midfield.
0: Okay. Um, I remember that. Now
1: Midfield, Westside, class of 84, Midfield High School. Um, Midfield was great growing up. Um, I know it's it's going through a lot right now, mm-hmm. um, but Midfield was a great place to grow up. Every man in my family worked at U.S. Steel. Um, so my dad, both my grandfathers, all U.S. Steel. My um, dad worked at U.S. Steel. You know, they, uh, they worked hard. and. Um, they worked there for a long time. My dad worked there for 45 years. Yeah. Uh, and he went to work every day. Where is, now,
0: where did your folks come from? Inslee. Inslee. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Mom and dad went to Inslee High School, class of 56. Dad went off to the Navy in 46, came back after four years and um, married my mom in 56. Um, and um, dad passed away a couple of years ago during COVID. Okay. Uh, April of 21. Okay. Um, Mom's still alive in Homewood. Okay. Um, and my sister, um, who's the smartest one of the bunch, um, lives in Boston and works at Harvard uh, and runs uh, the administration for the Center for Brain Research. So, and she went to Midfield High School. Wow. So, how about that?
0: How about that? I'm
1: a proud brother of my sister.
0: I was, I literally, and this is not to bullshit you, I literally, literally was like smarter than you. Yeah, she's smarter than you. She probably is. <laughs> she's, she's
1: safer and saner than me.
0: She's older than me, though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So
1: now schools. Um, when do you, when, well, that's a good question. I, you know, I started working young. I started working in high school school. Um, for Tony Rafino and Gary Weinberger at Red Mountain Entertainment, which really? is what that is now, but used to be Rafino Vaughn back then. And yeah. I would go home after school and bug the hell out of Gary Weinberger for a job, and he finally acquiesced and hired me and started doing concert security. My first show was a Def Leppard and Crocus concert at Balboa Auditorium. I got paid like twenty five bucks to be T-shirt security. Uh, the next <laughs> night, I got to go back and do Sticks, Mr. Roboto at the BJCC, and there, that was my love for the music business and entertainment. And it really opened my eyes to the world outside of midfield. Um, because midfield started a a vocational class, um, and built a whole school. Um, and they started doing commercial art and things like that. So I gravitated towards those, but I was also a trainer for the football team. Uh, and so Bill Sparks was our head coach and, um, Bill was awesome. And, um, saw something in me and sent me to all these sports medicine seminars in Auburn and gave me some opportunities to be with on the sidelines at Auburn games. And, um, I thought I wanted to be an athletic trainer, but then I met Tony Rufino and started, you know, the music business stuff. And so I found bands I would do PR for, and then got a job at I-95 when I was like 21. Um, and then ended up in the agency business. Um, I, I started, my first job was at an ad agency and, and right out of high school, like my, the summer I graduated, I started, um, that fall at an agency in Vestavia called Barry Huey Bullock and Elam, okay, uh, and worked there for about three or four years. Got laid off when we lost an account and cried like a baby. And um, ended up working with Guy McCullough at his kitchen table on City Stages. Yeah, I worked on City Stages forever. Yeah, um, and then got a radio job after after City Stages wrapped up one year and worked for Bernie Barker at 995 and at uh, Kicks 106 a little bit and then started Black and White Magazine with Chuck Geiss and a few people, Allison Nichols, some friends and. Um, black and white, and then um, a small agency that's no longer around, and then started big when I was 27. So, in the whole time I was, wow. I, I went to school, but I went to UAB in yeah. um, day and not, day and night classes while I was at Barry Huey. That's really interesting. Yeah. Like you've been in the
0: grind from from day one.
1: I, yeah, doing the math, it's I think from if I count from 15. I'm 56, so about four. It's close to 40 years. And Big is 28 years old now. Itself. It is. Believe it or not, I and I was 27 when I started Big. So, you know, Big is now older than I was when I started it, which blows my mind. Because a lot of people probably didn't think I'd keep it going that long. Um, as crazy as I was back then, um, <laughs> and you know that. Um, but um, I don't know, you know anything. I, you know what gets my attention is. Um, there are young folks that work at Big that weren't born when I started it, and it kind of blows my mind a little bit. You know, um,
0: one of my closest friendships, um, don't touch the table or throw your phone on it. <laughs> <laughs> To this day, one of my closest friendships, you introduced me to Ashley Fuller. She loves you. (laughs) That is my. She loves you.
1: And she was cool with me coming on your show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? All right, that's my phone. Look up. All right, sorry about that. Um, Roll, tide, roll. roll. Now, we have not. See, right before um, um, Valentine's. I was big on love stories, and we haven't had any good love stories mm. in
1: a while. Tell me your love story. Well, it's a good one, um, and it's still going on. Um, I got, you know, running and gunning as long as we did over the years. I, I got lucky uh, in about 20, 2004 and reconnected with an old friend, Leanne. Um, and we ended up getting married a year later. She was in Chicago, and we were, she was home for Christmas, and we started dating over the holidays. And um, That's a went, romantic she, time. She right went here. home um, in January, and I was really sad, so I would fly to Chicago every Friday, um, most, most weekends, until I could talk her into moving back home in March. And so all through first quarter of 2004, um, we dated long distance and then she came back to Birmingham and we've been, we got married in June of 2005 and we've been together ever since we've got, so we're going on 18 years this year. Um, we've got two boys, John and Hans and, um, how, you know, how old Leanne, they God bless her. She's, um, you know, I know she loves me cause I was huge when she married me <laughs> and, and I'm not as big, um, but we've, we've done a lot of cool things together, uh, including those boys. Yeah. How old are the boys now? Um, John, four, is 13, and Hans is 12. Get I know, And dot. they're great looking and super smart. They take after their mama. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. They, they have hair.
0: Clearly. Now, um...
1: That's a good... You know, that's a nice question. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't get to talk about Leanne enough.
0: Well, you know I love her. Um, you've made some great decisions in life, clearly. But and I'm not saying it would change any trajectory, but if you could go back in time, pick an age, tell me what that age is, and tell me what the advice you'd give that John.
1: Well, you know, I've been lucky enough to have a lot of good mentors around me over the years. I was smart enough to figure that one out early. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think probably what I would tell my younger self is, um, don't, don't try to move too fast through things, you know, enjoy, enjoy your moments. Um, you know, a lot of things that you've done when you were young, you kind of forget, uh, and you look back on, um, fondly, but I, I would say for me, um, I, I feel like I did it right, um, with the mentorship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, I would affirm myself for being smart enough to find mentors to help me propel myself forward, um, and I still have those people today. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there are a lot of things you could tell your younger self. But like relieving not,
0: stress is a great what, – What not
1: to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of things you can learn. You know, I was thinking about going back in time today. Um, it's a really great question. Um, I don't think I'm doing the answer justice, um, but I, I would say yes, um, mentorships. Yeah.
0: Find them. Um, yeah. Embrace them. Yeah. Um, tell me your first, fondest, favorite, silliest, or whatever story between us.
1: Between us. Mm-hmm. I was telling some people today um, uh, about some trouble I got into in high school. Uh-huh. Uh, and it made me think about some crazy stuff that we did in high school, uh-huh. um, some of which is not really great for Facebook Live. But, um, <laughs> hey. but I was telling um, some girls I had lunch with today, um, when I was in Midfield High School, um, my coach obviously liked me because I should have gotten kicked out of school. But um, I used to go and paint my shoes, like. You you know like checkered vans are everybody's got them these days yeah but back in 1984 you know Fast Times at Ridgemont High came out and those shoes were in that movie yeah and so we were watching that movie and you couldn't find vans in Midfield uh, in 84 okay Um, but so I went to Kmart and bought white canvas shoes and taped them off and painted them Um, and so the black and white check kind of became my my yeah image uh, or my one of my creative Endeavors. So now and we know so, where black
0: and, and white came so, from.
1: Black, exactly. There's some stories to that too. But um, so I thought after one night of being out with some friends and carousing, um, it would be a good idea to go paint the sidewalk in front of my commercial art class at the high school. Black and white check. Uh, turns like out nobody what, would know it. was like you. Nobody was me. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did. And you know, my vocational um, school director probably wanted to kick me out of school, but my coach kind of saved my ass. Um, and so. That that black and white check stayed on that sidewalk for a long time, and I stayed in school. I think I got some licks um, for that, but, but that, that's, I was just reflecting back on that today, thinking about midfield. Um, black and white checking my sidewalk was probably one of the craziest things I did as a young person.
0: Okay. Well, that was the craziest thing you've done as a young person. What's the craziest thing we've done?
1: You and I? Mm-hmm. Is
0: it? Is it suitable for radio? No, not let's not all. say the cro- craziest. But let's just talk about one of the city stages or something.
1: Well, I think we used to frequent some clubs together, yeah, um, late night, yeah, um, and we shouldn't have. Um, <laughs>
0: Most mostly Lakeview,
1: but you when know, we first met, you and I um, have run parallel paths for quite some time. Yeah, uh, and they intersect on occasion, and there's a lot of mutual respect, which I appreciate. Um, for sure, but um, and I know you've been trying to get me to do this show for a long time, um, and I'm I, I, I'm glad I did. Um, I, I don't do this too often, yeah. Right? And so I was preci- I appreciate you asking. I appreciate um, you. Yeah.
0: But I'm gonna leave it with this. I'm sure a lot of people are wondering about the title of the show. And back when I was running for county commission, people used to always ask me. How in the world did you come up with those cool colors and that logo? And John designed all of that for me. And um, um, art director Big did, yeah, uh, yeah, Ford, yeah, Ford, wow, and um, and he said, "I'm gonna do something for your campaign." But you can't tell anybody I'm doing it because I don't want to get drawn into it and everything. Well, we don't
1: do political campaigns. It's yeah. the only thing we've ever done.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so I prom- I kept my word. Did I not? Until today. Until today. And that is who, this is who came up. Big did. Yep. Big is who came but up. But it was like a vote I. For and it was like
1: the V was a, a vote check. Yeah. It kind of designed itself if you think about it. Yeah. Simple design is good. Legion FC is back for season 5. Birmingham's very own professional soccer team kicks off its next home game on Wednesday, June 7th at 6:30 p.m. at Protective Stadium versus its biggest rival, Memphis 901 FC. To come to a game and support the team and its players from places like Ghana, Jamaica, Brazil, and all over
0: the US on their quest to win a championship, check out bhmlegion.com. At BHM Legion on social media or the Legion FC app to get tickets and find more information. Hammer down, John. What's your favorite charity?
1: There's a lot of them out there right now. Ava, um, this past year we supported Studio by the Tracks. It's a it's a it's a art organization in Irondale mm-hmm. um, that that works with autistic children and they create art there. Um, we made a big contribution to them over the holidays. Uh, But Birmingham has no shortage of awesome charities uh, and nonprofits. Um, Sidewalk is now finally getting some love. I mean, it's getting some love. And I'm really, really focused on Sidewalk. Yeah. Um, You know, it it, it has jammed uh, over the years. It's now, you know, approaching 25, I think. Um, Alan Hunter started that a long time ago. We've been involved ever since. But um, Big does all the creative for that. And so we super support Sidewalk. Yeah. Um, The museum's great, but uh, for sure – and Graham and that team down there has done a great job with the museum, but right in my heart, it's the creative um, nonprofits. Yeah. So I would say probably Studio by the Tracks is probably my favorite.
0: Well, if you don't answer one of these questions, yeah. you get to make a donation to your favorite charity. No problem. But they're easy. They're easy. <laughs> Regents Park or Rickwood Field.
1: Oh man, um, Rickwood Field. All right. I work there as a as a Clubhouse boy for the Barons when I was in high school. Our our high school used to run the concession stands there and um I've been all over that place. And we also also worked on the Ty Cobb movie that Warner Brothers did out there with Tommy really? May Jones. And like um did the local unit publicity for that uh and got paid and that was fun and um so Rickwoodfield, no doubt, West Side.
0: No doubt. Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park. Oof. Real report. All right. Protective Stadium or r- Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena.
1: Oof, Protective Stadium. It's awesome. All and, right. and I think we did about three groundbreakings on it before they built it. So, <laughs> so, so, so I'm really happy it's there. It's a really great place to see the Legion play uh, in UAB. And so, I saw Garth and, there. And this is that's why. Hold
0: on. Let me give him a shout out since I can. That's why I wore this today. Can you, yeah. Can you see? Yeah, yeah. That's my gold and red for the stallions, go stallions. Um, did I say Crossplex or Legion Field?
1: Oh man, you're, you're hitting some good ones. Um, Legion Field. Okay. Birmingham Zoo
0: or McWayne Science Center. The zoo. All right. No
1: doubt. Sorry, Meg
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alabama Theater or Lyric Theater? Alabama Theater. Okay.
1: I'm going Saturday night to see REO Speedwagon.
0: Okay. I didn't know they were coming. Barons or Squadron? Barons. Legion or Stallions?
1: Legion, because Big named it. Tell me the story. Um, James Atlin, who's one of the owners, um, was on the museum board um, we rebranded the museum about 10 years ago, and I didn't really know James that well, but he called me up one day and said, hey, I'm, I'm going to buy this soccer team, and I'd like you, you and Big to do the branding on it. And I'm like, well, come on over. Uh, and James is, and that, that ownership group is awesome, and they, uh, they really mean well and have good intentions for that program. Um, they've, they've struggled, I think, and they really um, have put together a really great organization and a great team. But I'm really proud of the work that Big has done. We make the sizzle reel every year. Um, We've done a ton of different things for them. But um, the name and the logo, which is really awesome, I think. Yeah. They killed it at Big on that. So I'm proud of that. Well, we have,
0: through Clayton Humphreys, have developed a great relationship with Jay Heaps and the rest of the team. Yeah. And so, um, Jaheem's is a baller,
1: yeah, I mean, man. So are his kids, by the way. they yeah, yeah, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, they got some athletic genes yeah, in there.
1: acorn play. tree. I told him that this week. I was like, <laughs> his son just got some big award last week, and I was like, Congratulations. Um, acorn does not fall far up in the tree in your family, but I mean, um, yeah, Legion man, go support them, absolutely.
0: iPhone or Android, no question, iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could. Go back. I'm no I'm sorry if you could have a superpower what would it be
1: time travel we're just talking about it
0: yeah yeah, yeah. and I want to go
1: ahead um and find out what's up so I can like circumvent it and conquer it.
0: Nobody had said jumping ahead before. I want to go ahead and see what's up and and be ahead of the game. Last night it was Scott Thurman, Birmingham uh-huh. Chief, and yeah. tonight is you. You guys are the first two to say. I
1: want to go ahead jumping and, ahead and copyright some dot coms. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just I, sit I like home. to buy dot coms and like you know what dot coms do we want to buy?
0: Yeah, yeah. that's smart. Yeah. Um, what's your zodiac sign?
1: I'm an obvious Leo. You can't really tell. I don't um, know yeah, him. Yeah, yeah what what is yeah, that I, I love the zodiac um I, I read my horoscope every day okay um and i'm on um, Leo Tell Tell me what 1st. Are Leos? um proud okay like nice things um, okay born leaders apparently is what okay. they say um outgoing okay um that's all yeah. Leo. That, you know, that's you know, all you know. that's all hidden. But I'm surrounded by a bunch of Tauruses. Uh, a lot of people that I work with, my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my friends our birthdays are the first week of May. It kinda of freaks me out. I mean people I know they're May two, three, and four and five. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's crazy. That's cool. So, Tauruses are in my life.
0: Whose birthday is Cinco de Mayo? My wife. Well, yeah. <laughs> that Yeah. I ran into you guys somewhere uh in Dr. Pepper place, yeah. maybe or yeah. someone yeah. yeah. you you yeah. guys are. Uh, I mean, birthday, and it was Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Um,
1: who's your favorite
0: NFL team?
1: Uh, you know, my guys and I, my sons, we we like to watch the Dolphins. Okay. Yeah. We like we like Tua.
0: How about your favorite NBA team?
1: No, I don't really watch the NBA.
0: Okay. Your favorite scripture, Bible figure, or Bible story, or parable?
1: Well, I'm a big. Um, I'm a big golden rule person, Mm. Um, so um, I'm going to go with that. Amen. And finally, as far as these questions,
0: what are we going to go with? How about your favorite
1: color? Well, it used to be orange, um, but I'm going to go with black. Okay. Yeah, black permeates a lot. My kids say I wear it every day. I really don't, but um, (laughs) I'm trying to get them to wear it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, <laughs> they, don't, they don't like rolling into school in a black T-shirt just yet. Right, I'm working on it.
0: You working on it though? Now tell me the story of Big.
1: Well, Big, um, Big, is the byproduct of um, me wanting to stay in Birmingham. Um, I, I really thought a lot about going to California and working. I went out and interviewed at like Geffen and MCA. Uh, and Electra Records when I was like 18, 19. Because of that uh, musical Tony love, Tony Ruffino got yeah. me an interview with Irving Azoff uh, wow. MCA, who now manages like everybody, or he still right. works. Um, but he, he was at MCA at the time, and so I got an interview with with Irving, who passed me off to an executive at MCA at the time named Liz Heller, uh, and Liz's dad managed Liberace and things like that. Wow! Um, and so you know, I, I think probably knowing. Myself back then, if I'd have moved to L.A. and started working in the record business, I'd be dead. Um, (laughs) I know, right? But but, um, as it turns out, um, I found really cool advertising gigs in Birmingham uh, and just worked my way up. And uh, when I was 26, um, I left a a small shop that was in town and um, set up shop in my loft on Morris Avenue Um, and bought a desk from Lindsay Office Furniture and a chair, went to Sam's and bought a PC, um, and started working the phones. I had a non-compete, so I couldn't really go bring all my clients I was working with at the previous agency, Mm -hmm. and I just started working the phones. And um, Pam Huff, um, who I love, and just had dinner with or lunch with recently, and Pam's doing great. But um, Pam really helped me my first year because I had to get through my first year Um, with everything new, um, because I couldn't take any of it. So Pam had just left NBC to go to MedPartners and be the VP of Corporate Public Relations, um, and she needed an ad guy as they were starting to buy these physician's practices. So I helped Pam stand up a bunch of ad campaigns for all these physician's practices they were buying. And it got me through my first couple years of big, and then, you know, ended up picking up Complete Health and doing the name change to United Healthcare, And then my year flew by, uh, and I went and pitched the convention bureau in Birmingham under Jim Smither, who had just come in um, and ended up working on the CVB, which I built big around and kept that business for 21 years. Uh, and so the whole time I was you know, working on the CVB, um, I was picking up projects and other things and just slowly you pick up people um, and clients. And you know, fast forward 10 years, 15, 20, 25, 28, and today there's probably... 55 of us, um, I would say the bulk of which are in second Avenue, downtown Birmingham, but we work on all kinds of things. Um, we work for, um, Jack's hamburgers is probably one of our biggest clients right now. Um, we work for Google, Google fiber. Um, we work for Legion. Um, and then out of town we work for big hospitals like Texas children's, the second largest children's hospital in the country out of Houston. Um, things like that, a lot of healthcare. But I would say um, the stuff I enjoy working on uh, are things I get to work with Ashley on and do PR because that's my skill set it's right. PR. And we do a lot of work with the state of Alabama. Um, so we work for the Department of Commerce and created Made in Alabama and do a lot of that. And then we work with the power company a lot on a lot of different things. And so a lot of teams at APCO use big. Um, so it's, it's just I, I love the diversity of big. Um, yeah. It's not one kind of – shop it's a a really creative shop with a lot of talented people and pretty much anything we can get into they can get us out of uh, yeah and they, yeah. They, it's it's a it's a really it's a lot of work but it's it's a really fun crew and advertising I don't think it's getting any easier it's getting a little crazy out there and but that's a story of big really in a nutshell
0: and that leads me to um w- where your heart has taken you as far as helping others get into the industry. Tell me about building leaders and creators.
1: Yeah, Black. Um, look it up. Um, Blackinternship.com, I believe, or, or .org. Um, I'm in, big as a member of the American Association of Advertising Agencies. We were accepted a couple of years ago as members, and I think we're one of the few in Alabama that it's a member of 4As. It's a great agency organization, um, agencies are good agencies all over the country are members. Um, we were going through a lot during COVID, and I, I really felt like um, they weren't just big problems; they were industry problems. And I wanted to really tap into the, the commonality and the brain power that is 4A's. Um, and I met a lot of cool people doing that. I'm in the CEO group called Ivory. It's um, you know 15 different agencies and their CEOs, and we meet four times a year. And one of them I've become friends with is um, an agency called. O'Keefe, Ryan and, and, partners. Um, and they're in Chicago and they have Burger King. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nick Paul, who's their managing director, um, started this program called, it, it was initially camp. Okay. RP, um, in 2017, cause they, we all know that there's a, a deficit of African-American talent in ad agencies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we do our best to recruit that for big and we've got some really good African-American talent at, at our building for sure. Um, we've always tried hard to do that, but, um, I became aware of black um, in late last year, um, and we, we, we talked about it inside of big, um, and we really wanted to make a real intentional effort to re- recruit minorities into big, and I think it's super important if you're based in Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so we signed on as the first Alabama member of black earlier this year, um, and we just got through interviewing our, our potential cohorts um, this week. Actually, mm. it's an eight-week program. There's a paid internship. If you're interested in advertising, I suggest you check out B-L-A-C Boac, uh, and maybe get in the next round. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to hire two people, um, and they're going to start uh, beginning in the summer. We've got sharp kids from some HBCUs that have interviewed, um, and there's some kids from Montevallo and UAB. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shouldn't say kids young people right because um, right. I guess I'm an old man now but like um I'm the same know, way but, we're but,
0: starting to call but, young adults kids
1: I love the acronym that is black because it's building leaders and creators mm-hmm. um and I'm proud that big's involved um, and I think it's going to make a real difference and I think the the ranks of the people that are going to be using and, and working with black are just going to continue to increase and hopefully that will rise the uh experience of young African-american creators um, to work with cool agencies and make a difference in the world. That's so awesome.
0: Now, people can look up Black, but how can they find you and Big on social media and see what's going on with yeah, you? Yeah, Big is and other easy places? to find.
1: Um, it's Big, bigcom.com is our website, uh, and then BigBham is our handle on Insta, uh, and um, I think that's the same on Twitter. And I'm big John Montgomery on Instagram, and I'm I, I'm so old. I got, like, John Montgomery um, as my handle on Twitter, which I love. <laughs> I I'm not super active on Twitter anymore because it's just, like, it wears me out. But um, there's so much negative stuff on Twitter, it kind of ugh, kills me. So yeah. I, I'm an Instagram guy.
0: Um, how do you feel? that? Aren't you happy we aren't as fat as we used to be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yes, I am. I, I am. And I'm happy
1: that we're both still here.
0: Hey, Amen. Um, for sure. But we, like, were, we were partying. We were hard charging. You know, yeah, well, but,
1: but we're still here, and I think, you know, if we were all still doing our best to make a difference, I know that you are, um, and I am too. Um, but, you know, I, I, I try to stick toward Weight Watchers. Um, <laughs> and I and I walk every morning with the dog. So, you know, I'm trying to take care of myself. We're not getting any younger of us. So you got to do that. Amen.
0: Give her a big hug and a kiss for me. Thank you. I want to thank my dear friend, John Montgomery, for joining us. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63, Our 360 News, and urbanham.com. God bless.
1: Hello, I'm Dr. Geraldine Agee. Miles College Provost and Senior Vice
0: President of Academic Affairs. And I'm here to tell you that now is your time. Miles College is Birmingham's premier four year HBCU. We
1: offer intimate class sizes, accessible faculty, and a personalized career plan with you in mind. Whether it's your first time in college or you want to return and finish, please come experience Miles College and let us invest in your future.